What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, these sister stations, streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, I'd like to welcome you guys to a Friday edition of Nerd Thug Radio. I'm Corey DLG, and with me as always is little brother Nico. Um, and it's it's official, guys. It's uh, it's the weekend. You made it. We're done. Nerd Thug Radio on a Friday. That officially starts the weekend. It's like, and we're done. Boom. The second my show, the second our show starts, we're done. Like, That's and it. we're finished with, and we're finished with that. All right, we'll see That's you guys right. next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right, you guys have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday at 2 p.m. Uh, so, yeah, if you're at work right now, leave. It's over. It's done. Turn off the computer screen. Shut down the internet. And then uh, get the F out of there. You're done. You're done. Corey, are you still using dial-up? What do you mean? Your internet doesn't sound like that? Uh, not, in a, not in a minute. When I when I get into my AOL chat rooms, I got to log into the internet first. I have to dial into a phone line. I have to uh, duct tape my cell phone to the back of my laptop. Uh, and I yell at them, make a baby! And then I grab my tablet. And then I angle it pointing out into space. So the... And then it uh, makes a cell phone call. That makes sense. Yeah. So then I dial in. Uh, I got a route through Friendster. And then boom. Jump through MySpace. And I'm right there in my AOL chat room. It's perfect. <laughs> Man, I'd like obsolete tech really is a different, different life. <laughs> I have to edit my six friends to a particular combination. Otherwise, the connection's not great. Um, yeah, and then if I call you, the whole thing just dies. Right. So, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Forget it. I got to clear it all out and then come back to it. Oof, it's rough. The weirder part is now my laptop owes child support for like 19 tablets. It doesn't even, it doesn't even want to acknowledge them. I mean, what is it supposed to do? It's supposed to get a job, okay? It's supposed to be an upstanding member of society. It's going to get locked up for being dead, be dead. You know how that is. I think it's full. I think it's weird that the option is just to send those people to jail. I mean, I don't know. Like, what's the other option? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what the better option is, but I just know that if you pitched it out loud, it would like when you get to that part, it would sound weird. It would be like. Men should be responsible for the decisions they make. Yeah! And if there's a baby involved, they should help raise it and at the very least support it financially. Yeah! And if they don't, then they go to prison. Whoa. (laughs) Seems a little harsh. (laughs) Because there's not a lot of other times where we abdicate responsibility that we go to prison. Like, there's almost no other times where we go, I'm not taking care. Like, this is not my mess. And we don't go to prison. Like, we never go to prison when we say that. In America, basically the one thing we can always say is, well, someone's got to clean this up. Go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the thing that doesn't make any sense is that if you do that, it just means that the child will never get financial support. <laughs> right. Good luck. Good luck getting a job when you get out of jail because everyone's going to know you're a deadbeat dad. It's like, do you handle responsibility well? 
Uh, well, don't ask where I was for the last eight months, but I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. And I'm like, <laughs> well, it says here that you were in jail for the last eight months for not paying child support. And then he just goes, it's not my problem. <laughs> yeah. Look, I don't even like that kid. He doesn't even look like me. I don't think it's me. Uh... Like, show him a picture and he's literally like the exact same. Yeah. Like uh... the same mustache. There's a clip, and I don't know what it's from, but it's Cat Williams is in jail. And his girlfriend is coming to visit him, and he's been in jail for like a like years. And she comes in with a new baby. He's like, who baby is this? And, she, and she's like, it's yours. And it's white, and it has glasses. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he goes, I'm sorry. I know that that one is probably mine. I'm willing to accept that. But I have been in jail for five years. That baby is less than a year old. I don't have to be a doctor to know that that is not my baby. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's sitting there looking at it and it it looks almost exactly like one of the prison guards, like they're doing something that's the same. He goes, as a matter of fact, it looks a lot like his baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've seen the clip a hundred times on the internet and I don't know what it's from. But I always laugh at it because he's been in jail the whole time and she's trying to be like, it's your baby. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> and he starts calling the baby sir because it's a white it's a white baby. He starts going, excuse me, sir, would you mind? I'm trying to have a conversation with my ex-wife. <laughs> he's being respectful. He is. It's really funny. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's a weird thing, though. Like, all around it's a weird thing and then I'm not even going to get into what Texas just did so but I always think I always thought it was odd that a, a guy could go to jail for not paying child support it seems like the ultimate unsolution to that problem <laughs> yeah this guy hasn't paid his child support let's make sure he never does right because realistically the, the thing they should do in that if they want to make like a harsh penalty it should be like they just come in and strip them of assets. Yeah, like they every just other take day. everything. Yeah, yeah they just, they just they start just taking stuff. Is this your trailer? Is this your house? Is this your car? Is this your PlayStation? Like all of it. They should just straight yank it out of his hands and like give it to the mother, and then she decides what to do with it. Like, oh, we'll keep this. Oh, we're gonna sell this. Like, that's what needs to happen. That that should be what the law is. Like, he has to be there and watch her go through all of his stuff. And pick what she wants and doesn't want. And like there's a guy over there like tabulating value until they get to the number. Yeah. That would be a way worse way to do it. Yeah. Also more people would pay their child support. Like if it was totally even exempt. Like it doesn't matter if you're making payments on it. If the bank owns it. Whatever. If she takes it you have to keep paying on it. Like that's the rule. Like it's much better than just having a non-solution, like go to jail, right? Like sending the sending him to jail and then labeling him around the world as a deadbeat dad while humiliating. And I know that that's the I know that that's part of the point. It 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 really makes it ineffective to actually solving the problem of getting money in the woman's pocket. What would what would be way more effective is just one day you wake up to pounding on the door. You swing the door open, and there's like five sheriff deputies, an accountant, and then your ex is is standing there with the baby. 
And you're like, oh, come on. No, no, we're not doing this. And they're like, yep, <laughs> you're down eight grand. So she's going shopping. Just taking random stuff. Just tables, stuff. chairs. <laughs> you got a toaster? I need to get a toaster. I'm going to take this toaster. How much is this toaster worth? The accountant's like, we'll do 25. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> also, I like that method way better. Because then the woman would just harass him all the time, right? Like, she'd be like, where's my money, Tom? Where's my money? <laughs> you better have my money. Better not make me show up to your apartment and take all of your appliances. Don't make me take your refrigerator. You better have my money by Friday. Not my fridge. <laughs> I would take the most convenient, like, the, the things they need the most. Yeah, I things would, that you use every single day. Like, I would take the their car, their cell phone, fridge, and washer and dryer. Oh, and if I was re- if they were really behind, their AC unit. <laughs> now you gonna give me my money, Craig? Just <laughs> take my AC. What's happening? I didn't even tell the account guy. I'll pay double if we move the AC today. And he's like, I can make that happen. It's like, you know what? Double this for labor costs. We're taking the AC. I'm just going to have a third unit on my home for no reason. I like it chilly. I'm not even going to install it. Just take it and put it next to the other one. <laughs> don't even install it. Like, just take it and give it to the church or something. No, don't even do anything useful with it. Just take it. Take it and then make it like an art installation. <laughs> I call this cold air. It's it's or cold shoulder. It's from my ex husband. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a outhouse with like the world's largest AC unit attached to the back of it. Oh god, it'd be so great. But yeah, if they could just come through and just take whatever they want out of your house, settled. I mean, it's awful, but I mean, more efficient, I guess. And you know, because like because it's an ex, usually it would be something they would go for the petty stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. They'd be like, I know where his father's stamp collection is. Let's get that first. He's like, No, that's my retirement. <laughs> stamp collecting. I never understood stamp collecting. I don't understand how stamps hold value. I don't understand where someone says it's not worth anything. But I think it's just like I think it's strictly due to like age or like print run. Like, but those are the only so things I can think of. Like, yeah, well, like, but like the post office is like an integral part to like the history of the United States, though. <laughs> I guess. I don't know, man. There's a lot of collecting I totally get. Stamps has never been one of them. I just think it's like the, the value of stamps has always like boggled the mind. Like, there's like stamps that sell for like millions of dollars. So, but they're from like 200 years ago. So I understand why. See, I don't even understand. I still don't understand why they're worth millions of dollars. It's a stamp. Yeah, it's a stamp, but it was printed in, like, the 1800s. Yeah, but there's tons of stuff that's printed in the 1800s that's not worth millions of dollars. Yeah, but you could, I don't, I don't know, like, you, you could, the, I guess, theoretically use it, but, like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, I don't, I just feel like it's a really silly thing to be worth anymore. Puts, puts my 1865 stamp on. <laughs> I have to get this letter out today. You got any stamps I can borrow? You just gave me that book right there. I saw some stamps in there. <laughs> no, that's my that's my 1964. Tell me you did not just put my portrait of John F. Kennedy stamp down to mail a letter. 
Well, I had to put just, three of them because the mail was sixty cents. So, <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Now that right there, that would be funny. But uh, when my when my mom and your dad were still married, and they bought the house that they bought in the spring together, their neighbor across the street at the time. Was an older Panamanian fella. Uh, Bought and sold stamps. Uh, he collected them though, and he had children that were older. They didn't really talk to him that much. Divorced and all the sorts of things, but the son was closer to him than the daughter was. So the son came through one time, and he literally told the son, "He said, listen, I'm not going to put it down in writing or anything, but when I die, you give her whatever she wants. You make sure you pick." the stamp collection and I remember being like 14 and laughing and he was like no seriously and I was like you're telling your son to give up a house to take the stamp collection he goes the stamp collection is worth four of my houses and I was like no it's not he's like oh yeah yeah it 100% is and I just remember and I'm a nerd I collect comic books I play D&D I, I game I love all of this stuff and I was like that's stupid <laughs> That is ridiculous. Which is dumb. <laughs> I, it's just one of those things that I've never looked at it and even understood how it holds value. Because not like they're particularly artistic or anything. I mean, some of them are. Some of them are done by like artists and stuff. Well, there's a lot of artists now who like to enter a contest because they want to draw a stamp. That's what I'm saying. But like, if it's a specific kind of like, I'm just gonna look this up. Why do stamps hold value? <laughs> Why are why are stamps worth anything? Why do stamps cost so much? That's not what we're talking about. It's going to tell you it costs that much to mail a letter. Oh, man. Starting to get old. Today's inferior, my birthday. Inferior quality stamps are, in fact, nearly worthless. See? Telling you, stamps. I don't understand why stamps have any value at all. Here we go. You, you're not even going to find anything that explains. Condition of your stamp is one of the most important. Uh, perforations, missing faded colors, flex imperfections, greatly diminished stamp value. Age is in excellent condition. So old postage stamps are like way more expensive. But does it have to be like the whole roll of it? Because you just said perforation loses its value. No, so they usually they're they're one. Yeah, usually it's just like a singular stamp. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about that. I just don't know about that. Um. Apparently, it's they're worth more if you can. Uh, like, like have like a basically like a lineage of like where it's from. Like you could prove you bought it from like the Kentucky Post Office in 1988 or something. Yeah. Okay, that's super stupid. I mean, that makes sense. Does it? Now you're doing record keeping and all that. Like, 
You've just taken nine extra steps that I wouldn't have ever taken just so that the stamp could be worth anything. Just put it on the letter or don't. All right. I'm 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 officially done with this because uh <laughs> Uh, this, so I'm just going to read this line verbatim and then you can, you can, you can, you can, you can judge it how you will. Most, uh, most canceled or used 20th century U.S. stamps are worth less than the paper they're printed on. The next sentence is, but used stamps are priceless in the way they tell the story of America. I'm done. (laughs) So really collecting stamps is about patriotism. It was it was always about patriotism, but like turns out. Oh, like these are oh my god. But yeah, like see some of these stamps are like fifteen dollars, six dollars, nine dollars, zero dollars. How fifteen, sixteen dollars for a stamp? Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, but it's a stamp from like 19-something. Hold on. (laughs) It says it only costs three cents on it. That stamp could be from a week ago. I think they used to sell penny stamps until very recently, so. Three-cent Liberty postage stamp used purple Lady of Liberty. Yeah, I don't know about that. Doesn't even say where, like, what year it's from. It's from Hawaii. Wild. You know what else is stupid? Is like they put all these different things on stamps, but um, they don't like they don't have very many like cool pop culture references. Yeah. Oh, dude, rare U.S. Abraham Lincoln four cent stamp. $300. It's worth four cents. It just says it on the title. That's oh, like how like, coins are worth more. See, like this is a one cent stamp from George Washington, but it's from a 1939. How much is that one worth? That one is like $300. Oh my gosh. That's like, no. No. It's really funny because it's just a, it's literally a green piece of paper with George Washington. This is one cent on it God, in like a card holder. That is obnoxious. Oh man, 21 watchers. People are hyped. <laughs> <laughs> the bids are ongoing. Um, no, no interest. Oh yeah, look at this. It's, this is a postcard. With the with the the rare stamp that we just talked about, it's like a postcard wishing someone happy birthday, and it's 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 listed for seventeen hundred dollars. Holy smokes! Yeah, no hard pass. May your birthday reflections be happy. Thou crownest the year. With thy goodness. There you go. That means absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's like all fancy handwriting. What I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of cute, but I wouldn't pay a thousand dollars for it. 
Because there's a stamp on it. <laughs> right. That's insane. That's crazy to me. Dude, it's like super important, dog. No, it's not. No, it's not. Again, like value is only like things only have value if if you attribute value to them. No, no, listen, no, look, look. Okay. Now I collect comic books, all right? I collect action figures. They have an inherent value, even if even if it's more or less than what I think they're worth. They ultimately still hold a value. Stamps and coins, they have a value literally printed on them. We know exactly what they're worth. So the idea that they're worth hundreds of dollars because they're super rare. No, it's a four cent stamp. Yeah, but a penny from 1920 is vastly different from a penny from 2020. Oh, they look different, but you know what? They're both still pennies. And the person who has placed a massive value on one over the other is a sucker. You know what? I'm gonna start telling people their ten dollar bills are collectible, and then and then ask to buy them from them. Oh, you don't know about the collectible money scene? There should be none. There should be none. There should be none at all. Yeah. Because... So apparently, I, I was just gonna blow your mind for a second. There's like bills that have certain serial numbers that are worth a lot of money for no reason. Yeah. See, that doesn't even make sense. So no, like, there should be none. Like hundreds of dollars. Like. Like, oh, my, the, there's like a, I think they're called like I bills or something like that. They got like an I, like, it's like an I, then a dash, then the serial number. It's like, oh, these are, these are worth like $200. But it's like, yeah. a, it's like a 2010, $20 bill. Yeah. Here's a little secret. No, they're not. People buy them. So clearly they're worth something. No, they're not. That person's an idiot, and he just paid a bunch of money for a $1 bill. Look, I didn't say it made sense. I'm just saying that people are spending money on it. Yeah, but that's no longer the basis for why something is worth something. If somebody walks up and offers to way overpay me for something, of course I'm going to say yes. What kind of moron is going to go, I don't know, that feels high. Like, no, it's not my duty to be like, uh, sir, I can't possibly take this kind of money. Of course I'll take that kind of money. They're the idiot, not me. Correct. They think that thing is worth that that amount of money. It's valuable to them that they are willing to pay yeah, that much okay. money. All right, but it's time we learn something about the world. The world is not actually subjective. Um, Because it's valuable to you doesn't mean anyone else gives a crap. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's... that is... That is true. I can value something greatly, pay tons of money because I want it. And then the rest of the world laughs and laughs and laughs at your statement. Right. Part. But if I enjoy it, what does it matter? No one else is going to care because I'm the one who has no, no, it. I'm no, the no, one no, who's no, happy. No, 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 no. The problem is, though, when we put the word collectible on it, it implies that there is indeed a market for it. Where reasonable people are going to look at that and understand that there's like a reasonable person understands that a 1970 Spider-Man toy is worth a bunch of money. And they understand that because, like, they understand it's old and rarity and blah, blah, blah. But it was never, it was always an item. It was never a currency. Postage and money has always had a value attached on it. So the idea that someone said, man, this dollar bill is really rare now. It's worth even more money. 
that person's an idiot. It was always worth whatever was printed. Like, that's the point of printing the value on it. That's yeah, but trading but if you're ta- money as collectibles is is stupid because yeah, they but really but but, but, every, but everything everything if everything is produced at a certain like finite number, and as the time goes, the the the, the number of that thing diminishes, right? Yeah, but doesn't this mean though that that everything is collectible? Yeah. I collect Febreze the- bottles. Yeah, theoretically. I but if someone, if someone, it's a, it's the same thing of literally, legitimately any collectible. Most card games that are were designed to be collectible in the '90s are worthless now. Right. But like, it didn't stop them from print being printed into oblivion. But you know, a funny little game called Magic the Gathering has cards that are worth ten thousand dollars in it. Yes, but Magic the Gathering is the exception to the rule. But it's still a collectible. It's actually even in the title, collectible card. Uh, collectible competitive card game um so like that at least is different because it doesn't have a set value to everything currency is backed only by what our word that it is what it is therefore it's not collectible but it is collectible because okay how many how many 1801 one dollar bills do you have Corey, laying around your house it doesn't matter if you took it to a bank they wouldn't give you a bonus one for depositing it it would still deposit a dollar into the bank account no but it, it's it's not even the same kind of currency anymore right this is completely separate like bills printed in the last 50 years none of them are really worth anything if you're talking about a bill printed legitimately almost 200 years ago like of course it's going to be wildly expensive because it it somehow survived all the way up until this point. If I walked in with a 1970s Spider-Man toy or or a hundred dollar bill, um, they would ask me if I wanted to put the toy in a safety deposit box. They would just ask if how how much of the hundred dollar bill I would want to deposit. They wouldn't even assume that they're the same thing. Um, yeah, but it, it's a different if you're you're holding a hundred dollar bill from two hundred years ago. <laughs> but the only way people are going to know that is if they spend a bunch of time looking at it and going, oh, it, they're oh, completely oh. different. What a what a one hundred dollar bill looks like today is nowhere close to what it looked like ninety years ago. No, okay, they're, yes, they would look different. But I got doesn't... I got I got weird looks when I paid with a twenty dollar bill that was thirty years old. Like, right, right. Because people are like, this thing is worthless. What are you doing? And then you're like, no, because no, I paid with it, and they were like, oh, this is kind of, this is kind of neat. Like, are you sure you want to use that? And I was like, it's the last twenty dollar bill I have. Take it. Like, yeah, I, you sure you want to use that? Like, what are you gonna do? Build a shrine to it? Like, it's like it's neat. It's just interesting. Is it is it useful? Is it expensive? No, it's it's probably valued, quote unquote, because I know you hate you hate the word now. <laughs> at like twenty-two dollars or something like that. But like it's just it, it from almost anything else, you buy it knowing it has a value that's always going to increase. When something right. has the reason it's different is because in our society money is basically only set at the value it's set at because we say it's set there. So but that's not start, that, but that's not even true. It is five dollars doesn't buy the same thing it buys at any point in time. But they don't. They five dollars in the eighties bought wildly yeah. different things than five dollars now. Yeah, they're still. They it's still five dollars. But when you walk into a store with a five dollar bill, they don't go, "Oh, you can't buy milk with that anymore." 
They just move the price of milk. It's not the same thing. Right. What, what I'm, I'm saying, saying is, is that the currency was literally different. Like the gold standard dollar and the regular dollar are two different things. Yeah, no, those are. Yes, I agree. But our money has been on an imaginary system for well over 150 years now, whatever it's been. Um, so these 1902 pennies were on the current system that we use of imaginary money. They have a value. They only can have the one value. Once you start moving that value up, now you're trying to say that money is worth different things, and it literally just has a set value. But it's it like is. Reason- a 1902 penny is worth more than a regular penny. And if because you put there's it in less counter, of them you're in gonna existence. get credit for one cent. Yeah, if you're going to use it as a regular currency, someone is going to buy it for different amounts of money. If you again, if you go to a convenience store and to... you give them the money, they're just going to accept it as the legal tender because that's what it is. If right. What I'm in, saying is that if somebody if walks you... into a movie theater and the, and the tickets are ten dollars, and the guy hands the cashier a hundred dollar bill and goes. Keep it because I don't understand how change works. They're not going to find him an hour later and give him the ninety dollars. They're just going to go, oh, okay, well, this guy overpaid for tickets. That doesn't mean tickets are worth a hundred dollars. It means an idiot doesn't know how to work the cashier. Nineteen oh two Indian head. Doesn't matter how old it is. I don't five grand. Yeah, you pay five thousand dollars for a penny and try and feel smart about it. God forbid someone ever show me a penny they paid $5,000 for. I will kick them in the shin and throw that penny in a fountain. Uncirculated. $20. Like, these things are rare just because they they don't get made anymore. You know what's funny? Is you're trying to convince me that old stuff is worth more money when everyone knows nobody likes to visit their grandparents. Like, the idea that old stuff is worth more money is a lie that we tell ourselves to feel better about old stuff. Like it's not worth more money. It's it is. Like it's that's just how that's just how attrition works. No. No, but it's not because they make new pennies every day. Right, but that's like you're not going to the same penny isn't going to be They're again. never going to be the same penny. They're always going to have different dates and little manufacturer defects and little things and they come from right. different Right, it's what makes them it's what makes them different and unique and what people think can make things valuable. People Nico, value different things. Nico, I'm telling you right now. If I ever find out that you spent money on a on an investment of money or stamps, I'm going to run you over with a car. Look, it doesn't even have to be money or stamps. My point being is that like no, that's the those are the it's the same it's the same difference saying. as like I buy I buy foily cardboard worth hundreds of dollars and sell them to other people who think they're worth hundreds of dollars when they're literally worthless. If I took my cardboard to a random stranger and be like, hey, bro, this cardboard is worth $200. If he doesn't know anything about anything, he's going to tell me that I'm an idiot and that I should just leave him alone. <laughs> like, No, okay, but here's the difference. There's no firsthand market for those cards once they've been opened. Once you buy the packs and open them, you can't like go to the store and be like, hey, here's 14 cards. Give me another pack. It doesn't work that way. It's only a one-way transaction. The secondary market is the only market that exists for the cards, and therefore there's a whole other value to be set. When you trade something like money or stamps, there's a front-end value already assigned to it. 
you walk in with something that says four cents on it, and then you go, it's worth a thousand dollars now. Now maybe someone's gonna do it, but I don't know the difference between doing that and just straight conning them out of a thousand dollars by saying they're buying beachfront property, or they right. just bought a, or they just bought but a they, title but these things, England. but these things are are very real in the fact that these things just don't exist anymore. Neither like, do titles, and neither does beachfront property. My point is, like. I don't understand, like, stamps in money already have a value assigned. They have a first market. So the right, but the first market, market was exists, over 100 years ago. What is the market? The market is nowhere the same. A penny is still a penny. Like, you acting like because it's an old penny, it's worth more, doesn't change the fact that the operative word that describes it is penny. Because it is. It's the same difference as saying, like, okay, so document A from this time from 35 nope, years ago nope. is going to be your a problem different again, value. Your problem is, again, uh, you're missing the first part of this equation. Money and stamps already have an assigned transactional value. They are Correct. what they're worth because of how it works. Stamps are worth the value that's printed on them so that when you put them on a letter and mail them out, it goes through to where it's supposed to go through. You're prepaying for postage in those stamps, and then you're using the stamps as proof that you gave money to somebody. Cash currency is 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 the transactions that which our country is based on. There are first markets for both of these, so the idea that there's a secondary collector's market for these two items is bunk because of the fact that there are already values assigned to them. They already exist for a first-hand market. So for someone to be like, "I'm tired of using this penny as a penny," now it's a collectible penny. Like that's it's, a but it, game. But it's not because it it. Anything, one, anything can be collectible. Literally anything. There's every market has had at one point or another random collectibles that are either worthless or huge money. Coins had the exact same problem in the 80s where they hit a massive coin bubble and coins that were valued and graded and all this junk turned out to be not as common or way more common than what people thought. And so there was a massive bubble that burst and these coins are never going to be were as expensive as they were in the 80s because of just like a FOMO and a market for them but these things are some of these things are genuinely rare like when are you going to go and find a bill that's been in circulation for over 150 years I don't know maybe the next time I go to a Walmart register and they hand me one but that's, that, the that's the thing is that those don't exist anymore. Yes, they do. Because of, a lot the of proce- no, because of the processes that our literal government makes that these some of these bills aren't they either got destroyed or have been dis- uh, like are somewhere or lost. Like these things the straight up just don't exist anymore. <laughs> but they, that's but what do. makes them that's what makes do. the difference. But they like, no, they're not. <laughs> They do like people. People, the stories come out all the time of people. This, I, I made change at a Taco Bell, and somebody handed me a dollar bill, and it's from it's from nineteen thirty eight. Uh, like that happens, right? Uh, what I'm saying is that that is increasingly rare, and that yeah. those things aren't going to happen. And like I'm, I'm, I'm specifically talking about the older bills that are bigger that aren't in circulation that people don't pay with anymore. Like those are the ones that are collectible. <laughs> Well, but even but even before that, you're talking about coins, and a lot of those coins are still a lot of those coins in different forms still exist. Nickels and pennies 
still trade and they're still the same size and the same basic makeup. Not um, necessarily. Pennies aren't made of nearly as much copper as they used to nearly be. Nearly like as the much. Raw materials, they're still, they're the still raw materials the are same, different. They're still covered in silver copper dimes. Still. Like Nico, Nico, Nico. They're still basically, they look the same. They're still brass. The copper pennies are still the brass colored. Dimes are still the shiny ones because nobody uses dimes in any drawers ever. Nickels are still nickel size. Nothing has shifted so far. Yes, I understand what you're saying, that they're different and they're layered. However, what you're trying to do is create an argument for value. What I'm explaining to you is these things have already been assigned a value by society. Anyone can walk in and pay the wrong price for anything. That doesn't make it an actual market for something. But if somebody but that, but the fact the market exists, it doesn't have to justify a market existing. You don't have to justify I'll anything. Give you an example. Have a I'll give you an example in something else. The Texans overpaid Laramie Tunsil. Okay, he's the starting left tackle. They traded two first round picks to get him. His agent had all the leverage in the world, and Bill O'Brien did not do a good job and basically paid him way too much money. Two more top left tackles in, in, in the NFL have signed new contracts since then. And typically in the NFL, when, when a wide receiver signs a brand new deal, the next wide receiver then signs behind him and tries to beat him in value. Even the NFL agents, players, and teams have all ignored the Laramie Tunsil deal. And even these two tackles who are better, by all accounts, took less money than Laramie Tunsil is getting over the next couple of years. Like Laramie Tunsil is still going to be making like two and a half million dollars more than the next highest paid left tackle in football. And he is not the best left tackle in football. However, that has to do with on. his position in the market. Hang on. His deal is so bad that the market ignores it. Correct. Okay. So because he, because someone overpaid didn't reset the market, it didn't change the value of what a left tackle still is worth in the NFL. As a matter of fact, everyone else just moved on like it didn't happen. That's my point. Yeah, and I'm saying that these markets have existed for much, much longer and I, clearly I, shown I, the I test of time. I understand. You're not, you're not breaking news to me that people pay for stamps and money. I understand that. My point is they're dumb. These things already have a first market value, and they still transact at a Walmart. You could walk in today with a dollar bill as long as it's correctly shaped and made of cotton and use it in a drawer and nobody would notice. Right. So but the that, idea that's, that but that's just you throwing money away. It's a, that's, that's just you being ignorant you of what you money own. As it was intended. No, the person just... behind you who walks up and pays $20,000 for it is the idiot. No, now, do you not, feel stupid for... That works. <laughs> that's exactly how it works. Do you feel stupid for giving away something that someone might have paid you twenty grand for? Yeah, probably, but that's not actually that's not how this is supposed to go. These things already have a value. The fact that there's morons who come behind you and overpay doesn't mean that but that's it's really not, what it's worth. not morons. They are morons. Ooh, that's that that's a, that's harsh words for someone. Like it's a it's a collectible thing in the fact that it's. Not no. only historic, no. Not only no. is it historic; its market value is different than what it was like than what it traded at originally. Like, if you were gonna, if you were at least making the argument that trading currency of societies that doesn't exist is a collectible, I would agree with that. 
However, we literally live in a capitalist society where money is essentially the only thing that even matters in modern society. So the idea that this money is worth more than money does is incorrect. It's wrong. It it is money. But it but it is because of what it is. It's not just money. It you're you're conflating things that are not the same. A dollar made last year and a dollar made 90 years ago are completely different dollars. Still dollars. Still only worth one dollar. That's not true. <laughs> and the idiot who pays more than that for a dollar made 90 years ago deserves exactly whatever happens with that. When America collapses 10 years from now and that thing's worth nothing, then they get exactly what they deserve. Why, I can't like, fathom you... I can't fathom the idea of paying anything over a dollar for something that is a dollar. Literally. This is a dollar. It costs $10,000. No, I don't want that then. Thank you. I'll right, just... but that's just that's just you showing disinterest in a market that obviously exists. Doesn't. What I'm saying is that they aren't like it's it's weird. It's weird that you like don't see the value of currencies that are different. Like they're because different they're, for because a they're reason. They're not different. They're just... they are. They oh, are. The they physically are, are two different objects, and you're like, nah, dude. Basically the same thing. They are basically. Like, what different. do you mean? It's they're the like same thing. The they're legitimately the different. There's like two the ca- separate no. things. It's like saying the cassette and the CD of the same album aren't the same album. They are. They One's- are the same album, but they're two different mediums. Okay. okay. If they only made 10 of the cassette and 10,000 of the CD, the cassette is worth more. <laughs> yes. But that's not what that's they did with the money. That's the exact same logic. It's not. If they only if no. only if only a thousand of one specific dollar exists anymore, no one know they're all they're all gone except these thousand that people know about, that dollar bill is going to be worth more than the dollar bill sitting in your wallet right now because they know there's only a thousand of these and there's a million of the other ones. Yeah, they're still worth a dollar. It's still a dollar. That's the dumbest argument. There's, it's still a dollar. It's only worth a dollar. Okay. Our money right. is already imaginary and hypothetical. It's still only worth a dollar. The it's idea worth, that else it's is like, worth that whoever wants to pay for it. Worth... That's how markets work. I'm sorry that like, well, I can't believe that you would say that. <laughs> the idea that someone's walking around going, "I'm gonna way overpay for this dollar bill." I mean, yeah, let him. Fine. He wants to be an idiot. He can. He's be. not an idiot. He's, he he's making a decision. He values this dollar more. He's paying a bunch of extra money for something that's worth exactly one dollar. Right, and you yeah. know it's when worth he, a dollar. And when, he, and when he sells it thirty years later for six times what he paid for it, he's going to look Does real it make stupid. Him smart, it makes him lucky because that's the other not guy's luck. That's dumber. not luck. That's a market. The other guy's just dumber. Way to find somebody dumber than you. It's 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 not. That's not how any of this works. Now, thirty oh. years from now, we might be on a completely digital currency. Maybe then. Maybe then. Oh, oh yeah. There you go. That's that's what it was. They just had to get rid of the dollar. Yeah. If we're no longer even using them at all, yes. But when somebody can literally find one in a Walmart register tomorrow, no. But they can. The things that are valuable aren't the ones that people find in registers. Uh, I have come across many pennies from pre nineteen forty. In my life, okay, yeah, and guess what? People will pay you for those pennies if you use them. But that doesn't mean like those. I'm talking like even older than that. (laughs) As long as they're penny shaped and penny colored, most people are just going to use them as pennies. And that's what a market is, what most people do. So these other people who are acting like, oh, it's worth a bunch of money, until we get rid of physical money, no, they're completely wrong. 
All right, we've gone way, way over. We're going to jump out to a break, come back, and then almost basically run out. This is Nerd Thug Radio. We'll be right back. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun nerd assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, The Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventures League to miniature painting uh, to even competitive card play and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister station, streaming worldwide at IrelandStar.com, and make sure to go to Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. This is Corey DLG, with me as always is the defender, the public advocate of morons worldwide, Nico DLG. Um, it's not my fault, you're just wrong. I Listen, I can't help that people are stupid. I just, it doesn't change the fact that they're stupid. Uh, yeah, whatever, whatever you say, Sherlock Holmes. Look, man, if they were buying diamonds or even something collectible on purpose, like like nerd stuff, like action figures, statues, DVDs, places, I don't know, anything. But they're literally using something that has an assigned value, then they go, it's worth more now. Okay. Right, All because right. it's not the same thing. All right, best of luck to you. Oh, my gosh. You want to throw your money away on something that literally has a value on the front of it like eight times. Go ahead. That's fine. Can't yeah, okay, it. okay. If you want to use that logic, the, the Spider-Man action figure was twenty dollars in nineteen eighty. Is it still twenty dollars now? Uh no, but there's different reasons why. First of all, it wasn't always twenty dollars even in nineteen eighty. Every store would set their own price to it because they were running an actual market. Oh yeah, That's but it's, it's got a, it, but it has From a face value of twenty dollars. If you paid more than twenty dollars, you're dumb. Here's the thing though. From the first iteration, from the second the action figure existed and was printed and shipped. It was always in a marketplace. It was always in a marketplace. Currency didn't have that same thing. Currency was made to be traded at an even value throughout the land. And once we moved over to an imaginary system of currency, then a dollar was always worth whatever someone was willing to give for it. The thing of it is we set a value on that everywhere we went. So if you're standing in the middle of a Walmart and your dollar is worth one twenty ounce soda or some guy standing next to you trying to write you a check for $10,000 – Sure, hand it to the guy. Whatever, that's fine. He can do whatever he wants to do. But the fact of the matter is he's paying an exaggerated value for something that is imaginary and has always had a set value in how we do things. That's the difference. The difference is items that are made to be bought and resold is not the same thing as currency. Collectibles and currency are different. So the fact that currency and stamps, which is a form of currency – have become collectible is stupid to me. It is. I understand what you're saying. This this dollar bill is super rare. Who cares? There's literally a treasury whose job it is to shred them. That's what makes them rare. If it wasn't for the treasury, those dollars would still be floating around being used. The fact of the matter is action figures don't have an active enterprise that gets rid of them. There's not an 
action figure. Yeah, it's called it's called attrition. Things get taken out of the package. Yeah. Things get played yeah, with. I, things get broken. Things get lost. It's the I same. That, it's the same argument of why things no, are collectible. No, it's not. It's completely different because banks literally coal money. By your logic, banks are artificially inflating the value of old currency. Correct. They're market manipulators. They're not market manipulators they because they have absolutely they no interest take, in the market. They literally create the rareness by taking the old money and giving it to the treasury to destroy. Right. That's literally how everything that's, works, though. That's you you no, buying, no, 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 no. That's you not buying an action works. figure, that's removed it from the population. Like, but there's not an agency specifically designed to destroy them. Right. But guess what? Like, it was never, like, it was never meant to be this $20 Spider-Man action figure selling for ten thousand dollars you know it's all examples obviously but like like but name but name the agency whose job it is is to collect the nineteen eighty Spider Men's the people of the world were meant to buy and play with them. But the weird guy who kept it in a box for the last thirty years. Hang on. You're interrupting. Oh my god. The nineteen eighty Spider Man doesn't have an agency that takes those and replaces them with 1990 Spider-Mens and says, these are the new Spider-Mens, this is the new value. That's not what happens. Somebody issue comes out with a new set of action figures that people can buy and sell and do whatever they want with them, but nobody is actively destroying the 1980 ones. Yes, they disappear over time, but that's true of the universe. The universe is disappearing over time. The universe isn't worth more now than it was yesterday. Um, this idea that the money is going through the exact same thing as a product isn't true. Money, but it is. It's not because there's a literal agency whose job it is to take old money out of circulation. So it gets through the same attrition where dollar bills get torn, shredded, lost to machines, dropped on subway tracks and run over and lost in seats of cars. Plus, there's literally, if you took it to a bank in 1981, when you in 1970 when you got the penny, if you went to the bank in 1975 and gave it to the bank, the bank would replace the penny. That's a whole additional set of elements removing them from the equation. It's artificially inflating your market. So even if you think that currency is collectible and has a market, the first thing you would have to acknowledge is that your market is manipulated by the federal government. And then on top of that, your market literally has an agency actively propping up the value of things. So now you're just in the shadiest collectible market ever. But it that, that gives it more legitimacy. The fact that there's a literal federal thing that keeps it keeps these populations you low. You can't sue not the bank to keep to guarantee its rareness. It's literally just making things rare by destroying them. Right. That's what makes things rare. When things were meant to be destroyed oh. and weren't destroyed, it makes them rare. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! I can't help you when you don't understand. You go ahead, man. Collect your dollar bills, bro. All right, whatever. <laughs> it's not even something I care about. But you made you clearly do, great. man. You clearly do, and you clearly are okay with people propping up markets and just manipulating them at their leisure. It's not manipulation. It's exactly what it is. No, if you give because... them an old bill, it'll never come out of that bank again. If I took an old action figure to a pawn shop, someone else may buy it. Well, again, it's what you do with it. If you give it to a pawn shop and it burns down or they, they get rid of it, like what are okay, you supposed to do Okay, but the banks aren't then? burning down. The banks are specifically getting rid of it no matter what. The second you give it Was to the an bank, example. It's never, the banks are – but the second you give it to a bank, it's never coming back out. So in theory, you could buy 
all the 1980 $1 bills that come out and then just start turning them into the bank to create the rareness. Like that's stock manipulation. Like that's you're, you're the one doing that to the market. If yeah, you, do you can do enough, that, you could do that with anything. You could buy literally any, any, anyone sells a Spider-Man action figure. You buy it immediately. You now own all of the Spider-Man action figures. You can set whatever price you want for those. Like yeah, it's the same. It's the same. It's the exact same argument. It's not because you could specifically keep going to the bank and go, "Hey, give me all the nineteen eighty one dollar bills you have." So, like for a dollar, you could be getting all the dollars, and then once you have a large percentage of them, then you could start manipulating the market. You couldn't do that at face value for anything else. That's why, again, it's not collectible. It's too easy to manipulate. It's it has but a it's value. Not, to it's it. not too easy to manipulate because these bills haven't been printed and haven't been looked at in decades. Right, but you could be the guy who's messing with the value of it the whole time. Right, you could, you could say that like, about oh, anything. You could you no, could you own ten thousand boxes of but, uh, Marvel metal playing cards and be like, oh, Marvel metal playing cards, they're they're worth tons of money. No one can find them anymore. They haven't been in print in thirty years. Except, like, except the distribution model makes that way different, and you know that. Like, you know that the distribution model makes that way different. You could go to the bank tomorrow and you could even order a shipment. Of fresh dollar bills, you can't right, do but that. Those with aren't the else. same dollar bills from ninety years ago. Is my point right? Well, what I don't is... exist anymore. They the bank doesn't have like a giant pile of money. Like here's our eighteen oh three dollars. Here's our eighteen oh four dollars. Here's our eighteen oh five dollars. Okay, they okay. don't exist. Stop. Stop making a list of things that don't exist. This will be a show for nine hours. Okay, I understand that. What I'm saying is, you could start manipulating a currency today. You could go right, to the bank and you today. Would never, you would never. Oh get, my God, you would never Nico, get anywhere. Nico, you've got to let me finish the sentence. I could go to the bank today and start trading in all my money for all the twenties that come out today, and then I could just start hoarding all the 2022 twenties and every all the twenty. They could just skip a year for everyone else because I could be ordering them from the straight from the treasury at the value of twenty dollars each. You can't do that with actual other things. You would have to find all the distributors. You'd have to pay all the different market prices for them. You couldn't just do it at face value. You're talking about stamps and money as though they're the same as everything else. The difference is stamps and money starts at a set value, and it's then manipulated into a new value. Everything else has always been at a market value. That's the difference. Yeah, and if you the example you used was terrible then. Huh? You, it's not worth anything. What's you would never be able to collect enough of the same $20 bills for them to be worth anything. You yeah, just can't. It's could. physically impossible. Well, I don't know why you would say that at all. You you, you and I couldn't, but if I had if I had a million dollars, I could. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. How much, how many 20s do you think they print at once? Right. You, for, an entire, for an entire year, you would never be able to do that. You could get a hold of a serious percentage of it, 5 to 10%. And then if you wait... 30 years, your 5 to 10% would suddenly be 30 to 40% of the market. Right, but that doesn't – value doesn't, would have the value of that money doesn't accrue that fast. It would be it would be a completely worthless endeavor. No. It, if you, it if you did be. that and then you waited 200 years and you're 2340 and it's like, wow, this guy has $2 billion in $2020. Like, you don't have to wait that long if you manipulate the market. That's my point. But I'm That's saying that no one, no one cares about money that okay. was printed last year. 
No, not today they don't, but they will in 15 years, 20 years. But they won't. That's the thing. The, Actually, like, they definitely will if we go all digital. And we will be all digital in the next probably 30 years. Yeah, okay. Like, that. outside of that example, like, no one cares about 1980s $20 bills. They just look weird. Uh, actually, they probably will start in the next few years because they're, like, the last generation without security features. And the 2020 bills will have something about them that will make them unique 15 to 20 years from now. There's always going to be a collector who points out, this was the first one that has this. This is the first one that has that. Right. You know but that's that not happens. what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Nico. Like, the, the my point being is that... Against. Right. My point being is that it, the valuable, quote unquote, valuable money is things that are vastly different from our current currency and are effectively discontinued currencies. That's what makes them valuable is because they're no longer legal tender or are completely different you know, from what they are. <laughs> do you know how old money has to be before they start retiring it? Very old. That's what I'm no, talking about. No. Five years old. Currency that comes back to the bank after five years old, they start to retire it. They start sending it back to the treasury and getting replaced with new ones. Okay. So the idea that, oh, it would take a really long time to manipulate a market. It wouldn't. It would take about 15 years. Because 15 years, 15 years out means 10 years in, all those 2020 20s have probably been recycled. Most of them at that point, 15 years in. You would start to go, oh, man, I can't really find any 2020 20s. And suddenly they're worth $23, $24. Oh, but you have 5 to 10% of the market. When they first were issued, you now you now are at 15 to 20% of the market. And they're already going up in value. I'm telling you, like, it's not as complicated as you think it would be. to manip- It's like stock manipulation. You act like it would be impossible to do it. Charlie Sheen did it in a movie about an airline company. It took, it took 12 phone calls. We all saw the same montage. And what I'm saying is that the value of that money is not going to be significant enough to be relevant. I'm what I'm saying: the things that are collectible are way older. They're sixty, seventy, eighty plus years old, and they're not worth much more than their face value. Nineteen oh two pennies, the regular ones, are two dollars. That's a two thousand percent markup. Right. On a almost hundred on almost a hundred and thirty year old currency. Okay, so if I wait, if I wait sixty years, can I have a thousand percent markup? What's a thousand percent of twenty? That's a huge markup, Nico. Like, yeah, because you waited that long. That's my oh my gosh. Yes, that's you're right because you waited that long. Literally, time in the market will always be worth tons of money in any market. No matter what it is. Nico, do you think I don't understand markets? Is that what you think I'm arguing against? No, I just don't understand why you don't like the idea of currency being different and marketable. I think I've nailed exactly why it's a stupid idea. (sighs) I think I've perfectly nailed it. It's like, oh, I found the only five-star goldfish on this entire beach. It's worth a lot of money. No, it's worth whatever someone will pay for it, but it's still not necessarily collectible you got to find an idiot who thinks seashells are neat. But more importantly than that, currency already has a set value, an imaginary set value that we as a society just all nod our heads and say is true. So the idea that these things are worth extra money later is totally stupid. But if you use any kind of market like test of what makes things valuable, they would, they would pass all of them. 
Yes, you're right. But the market has been known to be stupid a thousand times. Do you remember? Because it's people. Tulip? It's all people. People For, are dumb. Okay, thank you. But do you remember the tulip explosion that they talk about in the movie Wall Street, where at one point you could buy a house with a tulip? Yes. Okay. And then they crashed. That was, because... that was pretty stupid, right? Because it was a flower. Right. So. But that still... didn't have. But those don't have value. The, the well, literally the definition what? of bubbles. What? what? They don't have value. Oh, that's weird. Because money has money inherent for them. value, being currency. Hmm. Money has a base value of whatever its face is and can ah. increase depending on its age. There, okay, so therefore it already has a value set to it. Okay, so right, but that value can change that. because of what it is. Oh, okay. All right. Just like if you buy a, a an action figure, it's probably only going to be as much as it is when you bought it. It's going to go down maybe a little bit because it's like, oh, well, this is common. But in 30 years, it's going to be rare because no one has it anymore. Oh. The exact same logic. All right. Interesting. Oh, my God. I'm done with this show. <laughs> I'm just blown away that tulips didn't have value. It's, they were just giving them away. <laughs> I, I am literally screaming. All right. Thanks, guys. This has been a real show. I'll talk to you guys later. I guess. <laughs> Whatever.